It's a show where toxic masculinity can be eradicated if you snap your fingers and don't get him wet. Gross. We're talking the epic tales of Captain Underpants on today's... We're not affiliated with Netflix. Welcome to KidFlix, the podcast where adults try to definitively rank every kid's movie ever made. I'm your host, Russ Wiseman, and this show, it's not for kids, so turn this off and stick your middle finger at a TV-14 rating. Yeah, um, I still, I don't think, when I was a kid, I don't think I ever followed that. I don't think my family was ever like, well, I guess we're not watching this show tonight. It'd be like, okay, Ross, now this is, if you see weird stuff, don't talk about it to your friends. Um, I, um, I tried one time, I, my brother and I got really into the show, uh, in living color when we were kids, you know, the, the hit finesse remix music video. Well, what that was based off of just like a sketch comedy show from the nineties that my brother and I thinking back did not understand at all. The, the only sketch that we truly loved and connected with was homie, the clown, which even that we didn't really understand what that sketch was about we were just like it's funny because he's a mean sad clown and the kids are like what um and I tried to explain that I I was like I remember telling my mom hey when my friend comes over let's watch in living color and she said no what so I said okay fine we'll only show her homie the clown and I was like she was like no don't don't do that that's weird like don't just play outside but I didn't play outside. We watched, like, some other kid's show. But anyway, uh, speaking of kid's show, see what I did there? Oi, sorry, I'm sitting on my floor. So uh, this is another classic edition of uh, Ross Talks to Himself, uh, just because with the live show, uh, that recently happened, and uh, I've kind of been doing, uh, working on, uh, I've had some personal stuff happen to me, which I won't get into here, but if you follow my personal Instagram account, you can probably figure it out. But uh, I was trying to, I was racking my brain trying to think of what's something I could cover, and I do have a, a special theme episode that I'm trying to find the right guest for, so that'll be coming up in a few weeks, but I nearly threw that away for today on my own. No. So uh, uh, I went on Netflix and I was just going to watch something and I stumbled upon, uh, as of recording this, uh, they just released this. So uh, this will be coming out uh, on Monday. This just came out, was just released on Friday, The Epic Tales of Captain Underpants, which is kind of a continuation of the movie that we reviewed uh, just a little bit over a year ago. And normally, if I was revisiting a property, I would definitely try to bring the original guest on, but unfortunately, uh, my guest for that Captain Underpants episode, Zach Goldstein, he's in Colorado doing, not weed stuff, guys, grow up. He was doing um, tech stuff? Is that, is that, I think that's what he did, Zach, if you're listening, which you're probably not, let text me and let me know if that's what you do. Um, I actually interviewed recently at a tech company, and surprise, surprise, I didn't get it because um, I could not articulate to them what their software was. So um, I actually told uh, during my interview that I have a podcast, so maybe if they're uh, listening to this and they get to this part, uh, which is just about four minutes in, uh, hey guys, sorry, things didn't work out. I mean, I'm still available if you want to hire me. That'd be so cool if that's how I got a job. But anyway, 
So we're talking about the epic tales of Captain Underpants, okay? Uh, even though I made a joke at the beginning of the podcast that this was a TV-14 rating, it was actually TV-7. And uh, let's so, uh, unlike a lot of animated shows that we would typically review on this podcast, that we have reviewed on the podcast, um, it doesn't have, like, uh, it's not a two-segmented uh, show. It's uh, one continuous story for the entire episode, which is definitely... Uh, a better move because they can tell kind of a full story in it. Um, I forgot to write down the episodes that I watched. So uh, if you're at home, you have a Netflix account. I watched the first two episodes of the Epic Tales of Captain Underpants. That being, uh, then these names are weird to say out loud by myself Captain Underpants and the Frenzied Farts of Flabby Flabulous. Sure. And Captain Underpants and the Dreadful Debacle of DJ Drowsy Drawers. So, you know, those are very self-explanatory titles. You probably know exactly uh, what the sh- those episodes are about. Um, so, okay, as I said uh, on the last episode, uh, the last time that we talked about Captain Underpants, I was a big fan of these books growing up. I do not really remember... Um, any specifics from it just like the fact that it was like wacky and all over the place um so just putting that out there uh so i don't remember if these villains ever existed i know like so they have a lot of the teachers and that's kind of where all the villainry comes from and i mean that was i remember that being the case in the books especially uh uh well in the movie uh professor poopy pants God, it's so weird saying these things to myself. Uh, he w- he came to teach, and then all that shit went down. Um, but yeah, so le- so basically, the first episode, the frenzied f- frenzied fart, Jesus, the frenzied farts of Flabby Flabulous, um, Mister Meaner, the PE teacher played by David Keckner, he's like, "You guys have to do gym," and Harold and George are like, "We don't want to do gym," and then one thing leads to another, and um. Uh, Mr. Meaner falls in... Oh, is that supposed to be like a pun on misdemeanor? Who knows? Um, but Mr. Meaner falls into a machine made by Melvin that puffs up his butt and he like tries to sit on the kids and like bounce, bounce on them and kill them. So that happened. Like, I <laughs> I really want to write for this show. Just like, hey boss, uh, I wrote a script today where me and Gene teacher falls in a machine built by a boy and uh, he becomes a supervillain because his butt is so big and his rage is unchecked. I I mean, in the teacher's defense, George and Harold did spill uh, soup on him or coffee. No, it was a big thing of soda. None of this matters. None of you were like, what happened? What did he spill? Um, but yeah, so that's the whole episode is that like George and Harold don't want to do uh, uh, P.E. And the teacher is like, no, you got to do P.E. And all that happens. The one thing I will say, so the, so obviously these this show is going to be all over the place because it's, you know, it's for uh, roughly seven-year-olds, seven to ten-year-olds, I would guess. And um, it's based on a really wacky book. So it's super all over the place. I will say, especially this first episode, the connective tissue, like all these different story elements that they lay, like they all pay off. It was super weird. Like, there was a recurring gag about this girl with hair, and she says she calls it har, which eh, was whatever. But it ends up being this whole thing where that 
she nearly saves the day by like making her hair puff out really big and that nearly catches Captain Underpants. It doesn't, but still like, oh, that was thoughtfully done. Same with so Melvin just has all these, I guess every episode he has a different invention that comes in handy. And, uh, you know, that nearly saves the day. So many machinas, but it's all set up and good for good for the creators. So I, I didn't really look into this because, again, I just discovered this this morning and thought, you know what, I should record while it's fresh in my mind. But it's it's still, uh, it's a DreamWorks television program. It's kind of like, so on Netflix, they do a lot of kind of animated shows based off of these different DreamWorks movies. That I believe there's a Trolls show. I know there's a Kung Fu Panda show. There's several different Puss in Boots properties that's on Netflix. And uh, Mr. Uh, Peabody and Sherman show. So that's kind of going in that grand tradition, uh, if you can call it that. But so it definitely feels a lot like the movie. If you ended up watching the movie, I believe it's still on Netflix, but it kind of has the flipporama breaks. You get these different stylized animation changes. There's like puppet stuff throughout it, which is super duper fun. Um, but I think we need to talk about something in the Captain Underpants series as a whole. Um, it's crazy how many of these teachers in the school just straight up hate these two children. And these two children are like, well, it's their fault, not ours. Like, that. I know all these teachers are crazy, but there's something wrong with you. Like, there's got to be some leeway that George and Harold are like, yeah, we kind of messed up a little bit by pranking Mr. Krupp and playing sound effects or call... Or, calling the gym teachers like making fun of his huge ass like look what i don't know what that sound was like we all made fun of teachers and stuff but i mean calm the fuck down guys um so the the person they so obviously they had to replace a lot of the vocal cast for the tv show because they're all high profile people kevin hart thomas middleditch ed helms uh jordan peele uh nick kroll so First of all, they replaced George and Harold, the uh, Kevin Hart and Thomas Middleditch, with actual children. And um, it sounds cool and more authentic, but at the same time, uh, kids are not good at acting. I remember being a kid and acting, and you know how, like, kids, when they act, they're like, whoa! Like, that's what they sounded like. Um, which is weird, because they also do the thing where um, there are adults that play children, but I think they wanted to get kind of that authenticity in there, you know, that they wanted to be like, see, it sounds like kids, even though they have, you know, veteran voice actors. One of the most notable, I would say, is one of the original voice actors from the original Magic School Bus, Erica Luttrell, who plays a character named Erica, which is very uh, creative. But yeah, so they had to replace uh, a bunch of voice actors because, you know, TV, especially just animated stuff on Netflix, uh, they definitely have a smaller budget. So the fact, uh, so they, instead of uh, Ed Helms as Captain Underpants and Mr. Krupp, they change it to Nat Faxon, who is one of the co-writers of The Way, Way Back and The Descendants. You know, that guy. Um, uh, I did not remember who he was until I uh, Wikipedia'd him, so sorry about that, dude. Uh, I do think he sounds a little bit better than Ed Helms. I remember that was such a weird thing. It sounded like my dad reading Captain Underpants to me when it was Ed Helms, even though maybe that was the point, you guys. Um, I also got confused because I thought it was Wallace Shawn. You know, everybody's favorite Wallace Shawn, Inconceivable, from The Princess Bride, My Dinner with Andre. And uh, I, I feel bad because I know who he is. I've seen a lot of his work, but I keep forgetting his name and had to Google it. 
So uh, sorry about that, Wallace, if you're listening. And he's probably like, no, I'm not. Is that that was a terrible impression of him. Um, <laughs> and uh, sorry, I laughed into the microphone directly. But um, I think uh, another person is they uh, have narrating the show is Sean Astin, who you might remember as Bob from Stranger Things and other stuff. And uh, I always get him confused with Skylar Aston from Pitch Perfect, and I do not think they're related. I tried to look that up, and no results came back, so maybe it's possible that people just have similar names. Uh, that's something I learned today. Um, so so basically, they're, they're just two self-contained episodes, classic, just like the books, where it's like a here-we-go-again scenario, and uh, I'm so tired right now guys i'm sorry <laughs> is this just a rambling me trying to be like i think i remember how captain underpants goes because uh this is a sad way to spend um a saturday i'm all by myself instead of being productive and applying to jobs i'm watching and talking about the captain underpants netflix series i <laughs> i mean again and uh i will say the the show had a lot of cool elements um they have all these self-aware things uh, like, uh, at one point they're just looking at a door and you hear a bunch of sound effects and George says, luckily sound effects aren't that expensive. It's that kind of humor. I think, I think when I'm watching these shows and movies, especially on my own, I try to think, okay, if I was a kid, would I be enjoying this? And I think uh, once again, just like the original Captain Underpants movie that we talked about, I think so. I think I would really like this because it, it has that weird humor. It's kind of all over the place. If, if I was a kid, I would feel a little bit smart because I'm like, oh, I get this kind of meta joke about like movies and TV, even though it's just very like animation. Am I right? But you know what? I mean, that's important to make a kid feel smart and not that they're being condescended to. And this show definitely is not condescending, which I think is really important. Um, yeah, I think the thing, though, that kind of drew me away from it while watching it is it's just gross, you know, like, they, the second episode, they talk about, uh, werewolf vomit, I think, or wolf vomit, the first episode is just all the stuff about farts and butts, and it's, that's so gross, like, the beginning of the first episode, I was thinking, oh, if I was a kid and this was on, I feel like my parents would enjoy it, they'd think, oh, this is dumb, or it's mind-numbing, but they could at least be like, okay, this is stupid, but it's fun, it's not harmful, but then once all the gross stuff happens, like, all bets are off. I remember I would watch these shows as a kid, like The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy and uh, these other kind of Cartoon Network-y shows, and they would be fun. But I would cringe uh, on my parents' behalf because I would think, oh, they would think that this is gross and they would kind of judge me for it. That's maybe not a great thing for a kid to think. It's probably just like, hey, live your life, kid. But I was always, I still am always thinking, oh, is my, are my parents going to be embarrassed by this? But they're not embarrassed by the fact that I host a kid's podcast, so not for kids, but you get what I'm saying. So now let's talk about the second episode, Captain Underpants and the Dreadful Debacle of DJ Drowsy George. I know we barely talked about the frenzied farts of Flappy Flappies, but that's fine. Um, so the second episode is, there's a big dance, and I feel like I remember this in the books, that uh, like there were really boring dances. And that's like a, a, they make like a self-aware joke that, you know, all kids shows and movies, they always have a dance because it's mandatory by some imaginary historical figure. And so Mr. Krupp is like, this is going to be the most boring dance ever. And uh, the the villain in the episode is 
uh, as I said, DJ Drowsy Drawers, who is the uh, Miss Heard, the music teacher. She gets uh, hit by uh, toxic waste and ice cream and an ice cream truck that plays like DJ music. And it's played by veteran voice actor. She's played by uh, Tress McNelly, who you would definitely recognize from Futurama, The Simpsons. Like, you listen to the episode and she sounds like Mom from Futurama. So that was kind of cool. But the whole episode is just, they they have DJ auditions and Mr. Krupp is like, well, no one is as boring and bad as Miss Heard. And Miss Heard is chill with it. Uh, also, a weird gag throughout the whole episode is that Miss Heard her pants keep falling down and you see her underwear and it is so it is so messed up in this universe how many teachers just kind of like have like they their butts and underwear just become shown to these kids like that is uh, a crime last time I heard about it and also they fall down so much first of all congratulations to Miss Heard for losing weight I guess but also you should get a belt they're cheap they're cool um yeah, and th- this is another part where it just it gets gross for no reason. So sh- there's this weird little bit that ends up coming back into play that Miss Heard is terrified of wolves, and she was once trapped in her house in her basement for three days and survived on eating her own eyelashes and toenail clippings. And I hated that. I hate that so much. Um, that is gross. It's it's another thing. It's like it's gross for no reason. And I know that's kind of the brand of Captain Underpants where it's like so random and gross, but I really um, did not like this. It Just for that reason. The second episode, I will also say as a whole, was a little bit weaker because the I was just kind of confused as to what was happening. Like not the villain just kind of shows up and leaves. Like the frenzied farts of Flabby Flabulous. Flabby Flabulous was a big villain and he was rampaging all over the place. But DJ Drowsy Drawers just kind of shows up. I also didn't like this episode because at the end there's like a rap and they're rapping about DJ Drowsy Drawers and that's uh, terrible and dumb and I I hate raps in shows regardless because I rap is cool but like for some reason in shows and movies especially aimed at kids it's still the same style like it's still this weird like 80s like going around town and having some fun what a what what ricky 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 and it like george and harold are like doing like a daft punk thing like they have helmets but then they're still rapping about dj drowsy drawers and it i'm like i'm annoying myself trying to (laughs) explain this but uh but that's i can't even remember specific from the episode except for that uh, her pants keep falling down and there's a dumb rap and I do feel bad for Mr. Krupp, the principal, because as we, if you're not familiar with the lore of Captain Underpants, essentially, uh, he uh, got hypnotized by George and Harold. So whenever somebody snaps their fingers, Mr. Krupp turns into Captain Underpants. And when so- when his head gets wet, uh, he turns back into mean Mr. Krupp. They explain it in the theme song. The theme song's uh, really loud. It's like a song where it's like explaining the plot of the show and it's kind of annoying, but at the same time, I'm a little bit into it, but his life, I mean, he essentially blacks out Mr. Krupp when he turns into Captain Underpants and at the end of both of these episodes. And I remember the end of both, uh, all the books that I read as a kid, uh, he would become scared and he'd say, where, where are all my clothes? Like this is a school principal and he just, he, to, in his mind, he blacks out 
and he, sh- he just appears with a bunch of kids, two of the s- troublemakers all the time, uh, not knowing what's going on, and he is uh, almost naked. And that must be terrifying for him. And also, again, just like Miss Hurd's pants falling down all the time, not okay. Uh, I I don't know where the parents are in this universe, but um, there there needs to be a new a new school. They need to build a new school. What is the school run by Betsy DeVos? Boom. Is that uh, that's me being topical? I think I haven't heard from her in a while, and I feel like that's not good. I feel like if you don't hear from Betsy DeVos, that's a problem. Uh, did I did I just make this a political podcast? Yeah, this this is now just a knockoff of Pod Save America. Um, now the big question is, would I keep watching this show? Uh, on my own? No. If I'm babysitting, definitely. Like I will say, I I did chuckle a couple times. There were some funny little bits, little like uh, asides that were funny. The animation is cool and still kind of creative with the different like flipperamas and stuff like that. But the, it's like a little too weird to watch on my own like I'm not gonna binge this and then tell my friends like oh you gotta watch it but like there's good voice actors in it like I said before David Koechner uh is in it uh Tress McNally um I'm looking at the Wikipedia and good people show up uh Mindy Sterling shows up she's she's real funny uh also Stephen Root character actor Stephen Root who's great he's in it so was Rob Riggle Jim Rash, Clancy Brown, John DiMaggio, like all the, like that, the one thing is DreamWorks is always good at getting voice actors, sometimes the material isn't fantastic, but they're, they can usually convince somebody to get in this movie, or TV show, and that's still impressive, and I'm curious, specifically about the Steven Root episode, because, um, I'm a big fan of news radio, in case, uh, I, you guys didn't already think that I was a weird old man. I just talk about news radio. You know, I wish that got the popular kind of memeing that Frasier's getting right now. Because I'm watching Frasier on Netflix, but you can't get news radio anywhere. I have to, like, pay for it on Amazon. And has anybody ever paid for, like, an episode of TV on Amazon? Uh, one time I did accidentally because I thought it was included with Prime, and boy was I wrong, but hey, now I have an episode of Bob's Burgers that I can watch whenever I want, even though now I have Hulu, so that's, even that's useless. But, so that's, I guess those are my thoughts on the epic tales of Captain Underpants. I think it's pretty solid. I don't know when I will watch more. I might watch the episode with Steven Root, which is, what episode, so that episode is called Captain Underpants and the squishy predicament of Stanley Pete's stinky pits. Oh, Jesus. Oh, I don't know. Ooh, even though this episode features avocado, maybe Antony will show up. That'd be fun. Um, I don't know if I'm going to... Like, it's it's embarrassing to say all of these titles. There's an episode about jorts. So that's something. So, you know what? Give it a watch. Why not? Last time I had a solo episode, we t- I talked about how the Emoji Movie isn't as bad as I thought it would be. And you know what? Same with this one. Like, give it a listen. Or watch, I forgot. The watch version. Watch an episode of this show. Who who the hell cares? Live your life. It's a kid's show? It's not like that thing where it's like Steven Universe, like, oh, there's so much... It's like, it's so much deeper. This show is not deep at all. 
it's about Captain Underpants. And it's super cheesy and lame at some points. But you know what? It's it's something to pass the time while you're woefully underemployed like I am. Uh, if you guys have a job for me, <laughs> send me an email or something. Um, uh, I think we're going to wrap that up for today because these solo episodes, they get very weird if they go longer than like 30 minutes because uh, I'm just rambling to myself. But uh, if you guys saw this uh, show or plan on seeing the show, let me know how it is. And I don't know if I'm going to watch the Steven Root episode, but if one of you could watch the Steven Root episode and let me know how it is, I'd really appreciate that. But uh, that's all for today's episode. Um, you can find us, as always, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at KidFlixPod, and send us an email at KidFlixPod at gmail.com if you want to. Uh, that email is bone dry and uh, stay tuned because uh, I'm recording a couple podcasts with other people I don't know if we're doing collaborations but I will be appearing on their podcast and I'm excited for them uh, uh, when they're ready to go and they're good if they're good I'll totally tell you about them but uh, that is all for today we will hear you next week and go go gadget and show <laughs>